be in First Peter for our prayer requests this evening. First uh, Peter three verses ten and eleven for our first request. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Mm-hmm. Now, Jesus on the mount said, blessed are the peacemakers, yes. for they shall be called the children of God. Amen. It is God that that makes peace. There is no peace without God. And unless you have peace with God, there's no peace to follow after that. All peace is in the shadow of God being the God of peace. Jesus, the Prince of Peace. So this uh, up further, he's talking about not rendering evil for evil. But James said that the tongue is a little member, but it kindleth of boasteth yeah and uh, it it creates a great fire it's like a firestorm yeah. says the man that can control it is perfect mm-hmm. so he that will love life and see good days mm-hmm. let him refrain his tongue from evil mm-hmm. and his lips that they speak no guile jesus whenever whenever he came there, there was no guile found in him. This is a, a very comely quality yes. that, and it's because God, he's not, he's not like uh, ignorant or innocent in the, in the manner of uh, being unaware of what's going on, but he is guileless. When God says something, that's exactly what he means. Right. And so there's no, no confusion if you just will believe what he says. Uh-huh. Let him eschew evil to actively thrust it from you wherever you recognize it. If it's evil, eschew it, shun it, cast it from you, have nothing to do with it and do good. Now, we cannot do good unless we're serving the Lord because he alone is good and seek peace and ensue it look for it find it and when you find it go go to that area i mean go where there is peace put yourself wherever you can find peace if it's possible so for the people of god we would be harmless and blameless and without reproof without reproach why because we bear the name of the Lord and because we want him to be glorified in us. And really there's no other way for us to do this except that he worked that in us. None of us have this in ourselves to do it. But whenever we do it, then the Lord is glorified because it's obvious that this is not something that comes from men, Mm -hmm. but that is a divine influence. So we want it to be very evident. We're praying that the people of God would set forth very evidently the character of Christ. Amen. So who will lead us in that? Brother Given? Mm -hmm. All right. Next, we're going to skip down to verses 14 and 15. 
But if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Mm-hmm. Every... Um, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Why? Because we are living in an unrighteous world. And we're going to feel the clash of those two kingdoms, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And so there will be, there will be sufferings. Jesus said he was going to leave some of his, of the sufferings behind. We're fellowshipping with him. We are, we are being left a stewardship mm-hmm. of suffering. That's right. Yeah. And so we look to him as, uh, as how, to, how to go through these things in a way that honors God. Yes. We learn to set ourselves aside in suffering. And if we would, it, it's really a tester whenever we think first of the Lord before we think of ourselves in times of suffering, when it's natural that people think of themselves because they're suffering. But when we think first of the Lord, that's, that's a validation to us that we love the Lord. Love is, um, is consistent. It has many expressions. But it's consistent. It doesn't love you now and then not so much then and under these circumstances, but not under those circumstances. It's a constant. And then also uh, not to be afraid of their terror. Why can we not be afraid of their terror? Everybody, everybody that, you know, it's a natural thing. If you know something bad's coming, nobody goes, oh, yippee, finally it gets to be my turn. We we have a natural aversion to those type of things and suffering in particular. But we don't need to be afraid of it. Why? Because Jesus has gone before us. He's the captain of our salvation. There is nothing that we go through that he is not able to succor us, yes. provide whatever is necessary. And you you will find, and I'm sure you have found, that you are capable of things beyond your own strength in those times, that he does not let you down. It may hurt, but it doesn't destroy you. You might be tempted to be afraid, but you find yourself going through anyway because you know it's what the Lord would be pleased with. It's what he would have us do, and we know that he is with us. So it causes us to be courageous in those things. And then to sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you. People will notice, you will notice, heavenly heavenly beings will notice whenever these things happen to weak, feeble, feckless humanity, flesh and blood, already a failed race and then because of the intervention of Christ because he is in us all of a sudden you have you have people 
that are valiant for the Lord. You have people that love God, whether in adversity or whether in time of good. They're, they, they're fixed, like David said, my heart is fixed, O Lord. My heart is fixed. And that's what happens. And then somebody just may come along and say, why, why do you hope? Why are you not destroyed by these things? Why, why, are you, why don't you give up? Why, why do you keep going? With fear and, and humility, because we know it's not of us. It is of the Lord. We can give an answer for the hope that lieth in us. So God is glorified in all things. He gives us a chance to, to testify as well as to be a witness. So that's what we want for, for all the people of God, for this to be the state of the church collectively and individually, that our hearts are fixed and that we are not terrified and we are, we don't draw back, but that we have a hope and, and the faith that causes us to press on to an expected end. Who will lead us in that? Brother David and Sister Heather. All right, and then finally we're going to skip over to chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time to the flesh, to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. What a glorious calling that we have, that we, when it says no longer, that means there has been a line that has been crossed. This is what we were, this is what we are, and we're living unto God. Our lives, we're dead, and our lives are hid with Christ in God. Amen. And that's, he's the resurrection. We are, we've been raised because of his resurrection to participate in that newness of life that Jesus is and gives. He says, I am the resurrection. So that's where we are, brethren. Now the old is still hanging on and it would, it would, it hollers and screams and yells and, and uh, it tries being a siren wooing us back. But we hate it. Uh-huh. We hate what we once were. Yeah. Yes, right. I know I do. Mm-hmm. Amen. And there's still that part of us that has nothing good to call us back right. to. But if we suffer in the flesh, and this will require some suffering out from outwardly and inwardly, we have to crucify the old man. Our, our, we have to crucify our old That's man. Right which is some suffering that we have to do. And we have to endure the fightings that come from without, Mm -hmm. which is a matter of suffering. Jesus suffered the contradiction of sinners against himself. Well, the world is a contradiction to us now also because we are in Christ. So we're asking the Lord for grace that whenever the flesh is feeling the suffering that comes from being godly and and being 
a creature that it now has its citizen in heaven rather than being a citizen of the earth. And let's be, let's be frank here. When we were in the world, it didn't treat us all that well either. Right, yeah. It just likes to treat us worse now because now we're not even of the world. So whenever we encounter these things, and we will encounter them daily to some extent, that we will be as the Lord who endured the sufferings and was without sin. That the church would be holy. So who'll lead us in that request? Brother Robert. Okay. Thank you so much, brethren. Brother Given has our, our message tonight. And... Um, Brother Robert will follow with the comments from the brethren. So let's let's pray for Brother Given as he comes forward. <clears throat> Holy Father in heaven, we come giving thanks unto thee and praises to thee, our Father and our God, and to thy Son, Christ Jesus, our Redeemer. Lord, we thank you for the gift of teachers and preachers that you have uh, put in the church as it pleaseth thee. And now we give thanks for Brother Given, who has been your servant long time, but not just a long time, Father, one who has grown in his love for thee and for thy people. Father, he has been, uh, he has, has come to your word with integrity and that he has he is preaching to us the things that you have given him to see and we thank you that by him you're giving them to us to see also so father we thank you for your word we thank you that you are opening your word to us that we might receive the benefit and the blessing and the protections of thy word the blessings of thy word that we might be warned comforted and instructed father we pray that you give brother given strength we pray that you would give us strength to hear what the spirit would say and father we pray that you would also give us grace that what you give that we would hold it keep it in our hearts and in our minds and live thereby we ask these things in the name of christ with thanksgiving amen Amen. Amen. Our Heavenly Father, we confess tonight without shame that we love life, love newness of life. And that we want to see good days, days in which we taste of the good things of God. Grant us grace to keep our lips pure, speaking truth and things that build up and edify. We thank thee for the glory of newness of life and for the anticipation of seeing good days, Mm -hmm. good things. We thank thee that no matter if anyone else in the whole world sees good days, we thank God that each one of us individually can see good days. Yes, yes. And we can love life, love newness of life, mm-hmm. love this new life. We love it, Lord. We love 
the communion that we have with thee and the fellowship we have with Jesus Christ. Amen. Help us to maintain a posture in life that does not knock the edge off this. Help us to live in the fullness of the joy of the Lord and yes. the good things that we have in Him. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our Holy Father in Heaven, we come before you, before the throne of all grace, in thanksgiving, praying for all saints everywhere, for the wisdom from above, to recognize if we suffer for righteousness' sake, happy we are. Lord, we know our joy is found only in you. We know there are many afflictions in this world for your people. So we are praying for the eyes to see that we are partaking of Christ's sufferings and always rejoice in the fellowship with Christ. Lord, help us remember Christ when we suffer for righteousness' sake. Mm -hmm. Help us remember Christ will never leave, leave us or forsake us. We pray for the opportunity to give an answer for the hope that lies within us as we fix our eyes and hearts on you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, making our petitions known to you, and asking for Word of Truth Fellowship and for the, the saints that are scattered all over the world mm -hmm. who are believing in you and living by faith, yes. trusting in you. And Lord, there's many who are going through what seems to be a fiery trial of persecution and being reproached for the name of Christ. Lord, that says that we're partakers of the sufferings of Christ. Mm -hmm. And that we are called by the will of God to suffering for his mm -hmm. name's sake. Mm -hmm. Lord, we ask that you give us the strength to stand up under it and not answer back, not answer uh, evil for evil, but to to accept the suffering for the name of Christ and, and rejoice in it. For that's something we can't do our own. As we ask for the power of the Holy Spirit in us, that we could stand up under false accusations and persecution and be happy because we are fulfilling your will that we suffer for the name of Christ. We ask that as we do this, people will see the way we respond to it and they'll want to know why it is that why we believe what we believe. And we can give them an answer for the hope that's in us. Lord, we ask that we would just trust in you to, that you're going to keep our souls no matter what happens. They can only uh, hurt or kill our bodies, but they can't do anything to our spirit. Mm -hmm. And you're the one that's in charge of that. So we're going to Give you and uh, give ourselves to you, and just trust that you're going to protect us and keep us. Whatever we go through, it will be faithful to you, even to the point of death. Mm -hmm. Lord, we, we're looking forward to the resurrection. Yes. Yes. And Lord, because of the suffering, it's it's difficult, but it's just a short time that we go through suffering on this earth compared to the glories that we're looking forward to. Amen. So we ask you to give us strength and to all the saints around the world who are being persecuted right now. Mm -hmm. Help them to stand up under it and to be like Christ, mm -hmm. who is our example. And I thank you 
for our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, that we should now live for him and not for ourselves. Uh-huh. In his name we pray. Amen. 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 Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight uh, with grateful hearts, Father, that you have put us in Christ. That, Father, you have made a separation. Father, you've, the, the, take, you've taken a cause of separation between our, our old man and given us a new man. Yes. Father, we ask, Lord, for grace, Lord, that we might, might strengthen the new man. We might be edified together in love. Yes. Father, as we as we see Christ, as we see uh, him who is invisible, that, Father, that we would be built up in our most holy faith and we would crucify the flesh. Yes. Put to deeds the death of the body. Put to death the deeds of the body. Father, we know, Lord, that we all have them. They, they try their best to spring up. Father, we're asking for grace that we might serve you acceptably. Yes. The Father, that we might be involved in the salvation you purchased for us. The Father, we know, Lord, that as you give us grace to do this, we will be good representatives of the gospel. We will be able to uh, uh, be good examples of what it means to follow your Son. Father, we're asking, Lord, that we might be profitable servants. That, Lord, that, that as everywhere we go and everything we do, people would be able to see that we're doing it for you and for your son. Father, we ask, Lord, that we would be ready when your son comes back, that when, when the, the sky split open, Father, we, we, we can say, this is our God, that we've waited for you. Father, we're asking, Lord, that you would help us, Father, to, in order that we might please you. Father, we know, Lord, that all things are of you. And, Father, we're asking that as we go through this time of trouble, that we would bear up under it as good, good servants of you. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen.